0: It's exactly 1010. 10. And do you know what that means? Do you know what we're bringing onto the show today? <laughs> you know.
1: Mm. Welcome to movies, movies, movies.
0: Good morning. It's now movies, movies, movies. Good morning. We're doing some ASMR. Maria, got Jen and Ange in the studio. How are we? Oh,
2: fabulous! It's really nice to have a reunion with our surrogate mother. Um, I'm stoked to have you here, Maria. To be honest,
0: you're so welcome. It's very—it was a privilege for me to birth you.
2: Hmm. And um, we have the privilege of uh, birthing some tickets to the Mardi Gras Film Festival. We've been offered six double passes. That's twelve tickets to the films that are screening until the 4th of March. So we're going to spend today sprucing that. If you're an FBI supporter and are interested in queer films, text in. What's the number, Maria?
0: The number is 0409 945 945.
2: Jenny? I'm just wiping the amniotic fluid off these tickets. They're going to be
3: little codes that we'll text out to you. That's right. And to win them, you either have... I mean, Tilda is going to f- feature a little bit in today's show, Tilda Swinton. Um, Who you called the, the Snow Queen
2: from Narnia but it's actually The White Witch Jadis oh
3: it's actually Narnia. Maria
2: that, no wait oh oh, TTT <laughs> do you like a Turkish Delight
3: i
0: love a Turkish Delight thank you
2: alright Turkish Delight what do we have to get the audiences to, list, to text in
3: I just like honestly we want text today because we want to talk to you and we want to hear from you so either it's Tilda Swinton's Queerest and Most Underrated Performance or if you're being basic just your most underrated queer film doesn't even have to have queer themes queer people in it just has to be a film that you like if you're queer
2: one more time and slower for the audience
3: Tilda Swinton's Queerest Role, in your opinion, and will award a winner, or, or
2: Most Underrated Queer Fave.
3: Yeah, film.
0: and it doesn't have to be overtly queer either, just if you get queer energy from it, right? The less queer,
2: the better, to be honest. 100%. I, Amazing. I only watch films by straight people, so <laughs> the least queer film may also get an award. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift.
0: Vin Diesel, yeah, I get it. Well, we have six double passes, so let us know on 0409 945, 945 if you've got any answers to those questions that our cinema angels have posed to you. Is that right?
2: I think so. (laughs) I like cinema angels. Cinema angels. Or is that to Charlie XCX? I don't know. Hello, Charlie. I liked it.
3: Good morning. Oh, my
2: God.
0: So, (laughs) also coming up on the show today, we don't have any reviews, which is very interesting.
2: Mm. Because we're thinking instead of reviews, we're going to give a bit of story instead. Jen has a bit of backstory to a film festival called the Images of Gays Mm -hmm. Film Festival, which was kind of like the precursor to the Mardi Gras Film Festival, and we thought we'd spend time talking about that, as this is a Mardi Gras-themed episode. But first, movie news. Do we have a cheeky sting?
0: We do have a cheeky sting. It's movie news. Movie news.
1: I love that.
3: That's a blast from the past. Something's never (laughs)
2: changed.
3: Are you going to go on to this first one, or am I? Dagger through time, Tilda Swinton has spun romantic commentary about their gender fluidity in British Vogue. We're late to this news because it's a family affair and we've got to keep that under wraps, but we always talk about it. Andre is Tilda's distant cousin. So we wanted to take our time with it. Quotes from the piece include comments about Queerness' Circus Orlando, her early Derek Jarman film where...
2: Is that Derek Jarman?
3: Wait, no, it wasn't. It was, um, what's her name? What's her name? Basically, Derek Jarman. Basically, Derek Jarman. <laughs> Post Derek Jarman. Not Doing Carver- Virginia Woolf. Well, Caravaggio was her first film. Now I'm just like digging my hole further. Um, and perhaps forgot to mention Suspiria, where she literally plays a man. Um, anyway, should we read some quotes? Can you do a Tilda accent?
2: I can't do a Tilda accent, but in this British Vogue piece, she was talking about how queerness is about sensibility as opposed to identity. And. She kept coming back to this idea that she was been looking for a circus um, and that she found it, and that every single production that she does is basically her chosen family that she acquaints herself with. So she says that she has a chosen family with Lynn Ramsey, with Luca Guadagnino, with Bong Ju Ho, all these people that. Uh, she's made work with and that's kind of guided her in her self-expression
3: and it all kind of came about because the berlin film festival decided to get rid of gendered awards so there's no longer best actor best actress and she was like yeah whenever i was in that award i felt suffocated and claustrophobic
2: mm. which makes sense because every single film set in berlin is genderless anyway so exactly the berlin film festival doesn't need gender in their awards and good on them for being the first to do it you know I'm pretty sure the VMAs did it first. No, what was the MTV Movie Awards? They did do it first. Yeah, Emma
3: Watson. Emma Watson won the first one. Stranger Things? UN Ambassador, Emma Watson. Failed Dragon Tattoo, Emma Watson.
2: (laughs) Anyway, in other takes uh, comes uh, Oscar-snubbed actor Kate Hudson finally (laughs) talking about... See film Music, which, as we know from literally 10 episodes of movies, movies Movies, has sparked a lot of online backlash and controversy. So, when Kate came out to talk about it on Jimmy Kimmel, she didn't really want to sort of weigh in on the discussion, but more wanted to kind of share her experience, which is basically maybe the first time someone said that we need to continue the conversation that's happening about music. She kind of defended the backlash in that she wanted to extend the dialogue and expand it and keep learning and open herself up to multiple opinions as opposed to, you know, defending herself like Sia has done via Twitter. So she kind of comes at it from a open-minded lens, which I think is really nice, but if you want to see her full views, you can watch the stint on Jimmy Kimmel. Jen? Well and then moving on from that we have from Feb to eight,
3: Feb 18th to March 24th the Jewish International Film Festival which is showing showcasing some fantastic films including Shiva Baby which we missed unfortunately I'm so
0: excited to see that We which missed we it
3: missed, though. but we have it was last it's Friday. happened it was last Friday but we do have a screen out we will review it and I'm sure that it'll be VOD anytime mm. Mm-hmm, like literally. Next week. Spank yourselves because we all miss
2: Shiva Baby. I can't hop believe we miss Shiva Baby. We slept on that. Hop onto the GIF website and book some tickets as a, as a punishment for not watching Shiva Baby. Do oh, you want to think...
0: like, screen it again? Well,
3: well Andre was so mad about it. Andre, I was like, okay, Andre, like, we just got snowed under. There's so many things on the moment. Japanese film festivals still rolling on. Mardi Gras film festivals happening. Gone Globe nominations are out and we all hate them. I
2: know, it's so hard. And all I'm doing is staying at home listening to Lost in Translation soundtrack. It's so <laughs> bad. I'm such a bad
3: gay. That's kind of Japanese Film Festival adjacent.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God, Jen. You know, okay, this is the tea. Jen was on a panel for the Japanese Film Festival and my running gag in the lead-up to it was (laughs) I cannot wait for Jen to screw up and say that Lost in Translation is a Japanese film at a Japanese Film Festival. And everyone was like, oh, my God, if Jen were to do that, that would be shame on the village. Was
0: there there shame on the village? There wasn't, Okay, amazing. It was just a
2: whole (laughs) lot of Andre projecting. Andre projecting, projecting negativity, hoping for the worst. uh, Hoping for the best for Sophia and Kate Hudson. (laughs) Look... That's enough defensiveness. As someone
3: who's a cousin of Tilda Swinton, I understand why you would defend nepotism at every turn.
2: Look, looking over this news, it is pretty whitewashed, so let's just veer away and start talking about the giveaway that we have, which is six double passes to yep. the Mardi Gras Film Festival that is on in-person and also online, VOD, as they say in the industry, till March 4th. Um, we're going to go for a break, but please text in. Text in
3: your if you want most underrated queer film or queerest Tilda Swinton performance
0: on 0409 945, 945. You're tuned in to Movies, Movies, Movies on FBI Radio. And we've got a song request from Ange. It's Sleepless by Flume. <laughs> and um, a quick little review.
2: Of this? Yeah. Uh, I mean...
0: I why did, did you choose it?
2: I did say that Flume was the gayest queer icon. And I'm going to stand by that, I think. Anyway. Icon. Another shout-out to I Jarrett do feel Richards.
3: sleepless after the half-moon. The half-moon is a real... 90 degree angle keeps you up. Put this on. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about the half moon in a bit, but let's get into (laughs) Sleepless. It's Bloom (laughs) on FBI Radio. Bloom, sleepless on FBI Radio ninety four (laughs) point five, and we've had some texts come in. We've we asked you the question right here on movies, movies, movies. What's the wait? What was the question?
2: The most underrated queer film. No, Tilda
3: Swinton's. The real question is,
2: what's Tilda Swinton's queerest performance? Um, And we've got two answers, and they relate to. One of the tracks that we're going to play later on. Yeah, so and keep them got... coming in
3: because we haven't announced a winner yet.
2: I'm so excited to talk about these films uh, because uh, it relates to a track that we're going to play later on, and I'm really excited for that. So, let's dive into the spotlight sting so we can talk more. Hell
0: yeah, it's a freaking spotlight moment. What's happening? Sydney. Sydney Spotlight.
3: Okay, so Mardi Gras Film Festival is happening right now. We're halfway through. There's been some Zappa stuff, there's been some Confucius stuff. Andre, do you want to take us through your favorite hits in the lineup? Because we're giving away some free tickets. If you can text in Tilda Swinton's Cruise Performance.
2: I'm the wrong person to ask. My pick for the Mardi Gras Film Festival is staying home and streaming Juno while eating <laughs> a bowl of carbonara. That's what I'm vibing this year. But That's a dream.
3: I'm going to give everyone some, like, maybe top 10 picks from a 1978 lineup. of Images of Gay Film Festival after the break if you want to stay home and stream with your mum.
2: So before we get into that, I would probably go see... I mean, this is the wrong thing to suggest because it is a film starring Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth as two gay guys, but it's supernova. It's kind of like the big blockbuster um, Oscar bait film with, like, charming performances from these two dame-like straight actors who... Uh, a male couple in the 50s and 60s yeah. grappling with old age? Or? They both get
3: a pass for me.
0: Yeah, they both get a pass. They, they both pass. get a pass
3: for me. So they can keep a, their rights. They're in a film called Just Supernova. how you're allowed to DJ at Heaps Gay and Maria. They get a pass. They yeah, get a pass. Just
0: a one day and they get one film.
2: Sometimes <laughs> allies have to do the labour. Stanley Tucci is a bit Maria, I must say. Really? I think so, yeah. I think that's a really
0: nice compliment.
2: Maybe it's the hair. Anyway, <laughs> Under My Skin as well is a feature-length film starring Canberra veteran Liv Hewson, who we most recently saw in... Help me out with the name of the film, Bombshell. Not Booksmart, Bombshell. Bombshell. Canberra actor Liv Hewson is in a feature film at Mardi Gras Film Festival, Under My Skin. Then there's also Rurangi, which is starring, written, produced by members of New Zealand's queer, Maori, and gender-diverse communities. But my alt-pick mm-hmm. is definitely Ammonite starring Kate Winslet. I'm just joking. It's absolutely no. <laughs> not. <laughs> my alt-pick right is Vegas um, in Space, which is the closing night film, I believe, do you want to talk a so bit about So, Vegas in
3: Space is being put on by John Allen, who I'm going to talk to you about a little bit after the break. But it's a 30 year anniversary of this fabulous drag in the outer space film starring the fabulous Doris Fish and Miss X. And they're going to show it at the Universal next Monday night, March 1st.
2: Which, by the way, is such a good venue for a film screening. Oh, it I is. I love uh, to see a film at the Universal. The
3: Universal is the place to see a film. The energy there is fab. There's going to be a drag. Galactica competition? Yeah. I don't know if you can still enter that.
2: It feels like the closest thing to queer is for a gay super club.
3: That's 100% right. Mm. The two levels. I don't know where they're going to put the seats. I don't know if you're me standing. I don't know what the vibe is with COVID there. Yeah. Um, but we, Vegas in Space is an ultimate cabaret night movie, I would say.
2: Also, throwback, we love this iconic all-drag sci-fi because we hosted, or co-hosted a screening <laughs> of it with Sydney's only video artist, Joe, Joe Paul, Paul at The Red Rattler. Whose phone is that? Is that a text That's that amazing. I'm getting?
0: Someone's phone is blowing is up. It's blowing up. Man. It's a, ch- is a text
2: about a queer <laughs> film Sorry, oh daughter God. Swinton. Um, it's so- my daddy. <laughs> So... <laughs> <laughs> um, to be pompous about it, the film asks the essential question, would you change sex to save the universe, which to me is just uh, so problematic because it assumes that we are out to help others when really we're just out to stay in. Jen?
0: Yeah.
3: I love that. Don't go to space. The Martians <laughs> don't, don't
2: to want
0: space. us. Uh, so. Well, I th- is that all the events that we've got off? All of the spotlights?
3: I mean, we have a little bit of spotlight after the break, but it's a little bit of a throwback. Um... Just an option for the Hannah Gadsby's that want to drink tea and stay at home this year. Totally. Amazing.
0: Well, we're going to pop all of that info for the Universal event in our programs page. So, you know, if you want to go to that, we'll pop the link on there. But we're going to be back with some, with some, you know, more history.
3: Wait, we got to tie in Stanley Tucci, oh, one yes. of the text messages and the song we're about to play. Oh,
1: okay. so many so th- connections
0: We've to been make. waiting to tell you this this whole time, I would yeah. say. This is um, Stanley Tucci's
3: queerest role, I would say.
0: In um, Constantine's Gabriel*,
3: not in *Constantine*, but in the thing that that relates to by Francis Lawrence. Wait, wait,
2: wait. I don't think that mess, She mess. relates to the story, Jen. Unfortunately, it,
3: unfortunately, you've never seen *The Hunger Games*, so you wouldn't know.
2: <gasps> what are you talking about? Oh, is- oh whoa, 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 Jen is right. Okay, rewriting story in the moment.
0: Okay, Maria. so let's explain why we're all having. I freak Humongous, out. like, chaotic energy right now. Because we got a text in saying that Tilda Swinton in Constantine as Gabriel mm. is her queer... Or their queerest role.
2: Tilda doesn't Definitely. care about pronouns.
0: Oh, okay. Amazing. I was just being sure. Making Definitely.
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, genderless Angel. Um, we watched Constantine as a fam... Would it have been like a, a full year ago? R- Rainy outside. Uh, yes. Dark, dark atmosphere. Uh huh. That film has some of the most astounding visual effects for oh. its time. It's the most underrated video film uh, available, I believe, in my experience. But we're excited about this because we recommended a song to play in the show, which is the Miguel Chemical Brothers track for Mockingjay Part One, featuring Lord, featuring Lord. And that's important because the director of Mockingjay Part One was Francis Lawrence, who also directed Constantine. I rest my case.
0: The world is coming to us in different ways. It now—it's na- the half waxing moon, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm, that energy, and the energy is just blasting. So let's get into this song, and we're going to come back with a lot more movies, movies, movies. I
2: actually don't know what the song is called. I just know that Miguel and Chemical Brothers made it. Did
0: oh. You- Give us the title? It's called This Is Not a Game.
2: (laughs) That's so mocking, J Part One.
1: Talk about a revolution There it is Wait. This is not wait, a game! Wait! Yes. Wait! wait, wait no, this is not wait, a game! Wait, wait! Patience and determination. Staring at a gladiator. Staring at a gladiator. Victory is sweet, and I'ma get it. Oh, I know what I'm it. doing. Patience and hey, determination. I know what I'm doing. Buddy. Staring at the what I'm doing. Staring at a gladiator, talking about a revolution. Now, this is not a game.
0: is This Is Not A Game by the Chemical Brothers and Miguel for Mockingjay Part 1, the Hunger Games film. Mm -hmm. And that definitely um, connects to what we're talking about today, which are movies. (laughs) Movies, 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 right here on FBI Radio. And um, we're not doing any movie reviews today.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, We just reviewed the Mardi Gras Film Festival.
0: So what are we doing instead?
2: Jen is going to talk to us about Images of Gays, which is a film festival that you've been obsessed with. Yeah,
3: a little bit too obsessed.
2: And it relates to the Minecraft Film Festival. How?
3: Well, I guess we found out about the Theatre Paris on Oxford Street when we were marching against Mark Latham's, like, trans, like, anti-trans, I don't know the proper terms, but, like, just erasing discriminatory. trans... Discriminatory. Discriminatory bill from schools. And uh, my friend, Al was in the IGA there and saw a little poster about the Theatre Paris, which used to be on the corner of Oxford Street and High Park, a little history there. It used to show a bunch of queer films, queer artists that have jazz nights, all all this jazz. And it was called Cinema Paris. And it was called Cinema Paris. Okay, did
2: I meant this place? No, it
3: was Theatre Paris Theatre, whatever. Paris Theatre. Paris Theatre. And then Aaron Manhattan, famously... Gave me a little hookup with John Allen, who used to run the theater, and he told me all about its history. And in 1978, they did a film festival called Images of Gays, which was said to inspire the first ever Mardi Gras. It was everyone in one place watching Word Is Out, which is a documentary just about quiz in San Francisco from the Mariposa Collective, that opened the festival, and then it flowed through with this kind of amazing lineup. I mean,
2: it's it's incredible.
3: It's a really really good lineup. Like it's. I mean, it wouldn't pass today. It's not as diverse as we would want it to be. Um, I don't think there's a lot of trans representation there. But at the same time, I think for 1978, it was pretty revolutionary. And the film's actually good. It's, <laughs> I don't know why that's so surprising, but the films are good. It's got Andy Warhol's Lonesome Cowboy. It's got Sunday Bloody Sunday, which is this amazing, like, polyamorous film set in London that's a little <gasps> bit bourgeois. My two favourite
2: things: polyamory in London.
3: Bohemians <laughs> going between an old doctor and a young Glenda Jackson. What else do we have? Oh, we loved um, The Boys in the Band, the original, not the new one that's ruined by what's his face Ryan from. Murphy. No, well, yes, but, like, who's the actor from. Help, me,
2: help us out. Who's the guy from Big Bang Theory? Big Bang the tall Theory. Guy? Jim Parsons. Oh, Jim, Jim Parsons.
3: Parsons. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm, unfortunately,
3: no stage presence.
2: Problematic film, but one that we. But the original, the, and the original Boys in the Band we
3: loved. Fox and His Friends by Fastbinder was on the lineup, but they showed Rocky Horror Picture Show twice. Anyway, we've put the lineup on our Instagram. If you want to go through and find these films to watch on your own and see what was running through the hearts and minds of the people who marched in that first parade.
2: But you also got a really interesting response from Mr. Allen himself. The the curator, Mm -hmm. when you were talking to him about the festival. Do you want to read an excerpt of the exchange that you guys had?
3: Yeah, is that okay? Is that... Okay, cool. He wrote, It's difficult now to understand or remember just how underground and persecuted the gay scene was in the 70s, with sex between consenting adult men illegal and often subject to entrapment, shaming, punishment, and I'm just going to add this now we know, murder by the police. Um, likewise the movement for gay liberation which had been forged since the early 70s but which literally exploded in the late 70s changing both how gay people saw themselves and the public's attitude towards an acceptance of homosexuality little could we know or imagine back then that over time a fully fledged gay cinema would emerge supported by an international circuit of gay films should I go on a little bit?
2: A little bit more. A
3: little bit more. We both felt that the images of, our, of ourselves that we saw on film and TV, TV were a big influence on how we saw ourselves and that gay people, if represented at all, were usually seen as either to- comic or tragic figures who often met a sad face, fate in the course of the film. Most of the films that were available to us at that time were commercial Hollywood products, so we decided to use the festival to examine the way that gays were treated in cinema.
0: That's huge. Wow. Huge. That is, and for the time as well. What was it, 78? 1978.
3: Wow. Far out. What a year.
2: What a small nugget of history.
3: And John Allen is also putting on like a, an exhibition of Doris Fish, who was one of the most amazing drag queens, international stars on the scene. 30 years ago, she released a film called... She was starring in it and co-wrote it called Vegas in Space.
2: And that is screening at the Mardi Gras Film Festival. And if you want to go see it, we have tickets to... Yeah, we this have event. six
0: double passes. That's 12 tickets to the Mardi Gras Film Festival, 0409 945 945. What's your favourite underrated queer film?
3: Oh my gosh. Uh, or the Queerest spot. Tilda Swinton oh, performance. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share yours, Jen? Um, we always go back to just calling Donnie Darko a queer film. Yeah, this that. is true.
2: This is true. Or <laughs> Juno, you know what I mean? Or Juno. You know I know, saying? we do
3: end up saying that. Obviously, I mean, no, Paris is Bernie's not underrated. That's rated now. That's fully rated. What do you reckon?
2: what we just said I think okay cool yeah let's stick to
3: that yeah let's stick to that uh,
2: uh, I mean Six Feet Under is coming into (laughs) the back of my mind Um,
3: funerals are in season two everyone's talking about funerals how do we deal with this how
2: do we deal with this we Uh, need
3: Brenda to tell us
2: Brenda from Scary Movie
3: (laughs) Brenda from Scary Movie and Brenda from Six Feet Under The Brenda is the the name of the best gay friend gay best friend you know what I mean (laughs) to all the Brendas
0: Cheers to Brenda's! Is this the end of movies, movies, movies for this, this week? I want. Oh, but should we in? Did anyone text you? In? We've, we've got a text saying that we need to talk about Kevin, Monica, Fernandez. Love it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lynn well. Ramsey.
2: Tin, Tilda Love it. And
0: we, yeah, we got the Constantine as Gabriel. But someone also said, "Teacup gays represent." Bring on the cozy content. So not everyone wants to go have a little bit of a dance to Chromatica on Mardi Gras. I know. Some people want to stay home and watch Juno and eat carbonara. I know. Or that
3: that the Chromatica
2: children. Oreos
3: from Redfern <laughs> Convenience Store. I love yeah.
2: that. I love that. We'll keep just coming in. We want to yeah. get rid of these passes because Joan and I are far too busy to do anything outside of our homes. So please take these tickets and yeah. do what you will with them.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming in. And you have one final song request that we're gonna end movies, movies, movies with. It, what is it?
3: It'll get you ready to go. It's the Savage Swing remix by Joel Fletcher, who famously kept Andre going as an 18 year old photographing drag queens at Cube in Canberra.
2: This is true. See up, Maria. All
0: right. Well, we'll see you next week. Ciao. Ciao. FBI
1: 94.5 This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts